Hi, I'm Leanne Spencer, founder of Body Shop Performance Limited, best-selling author, TEDx speaker, and your host. This is the Remove the Guesswork podcast, the show where I interview influential people in the health, fitness, and well-being space to bring you the latest ideas on how to optimize your mind, body, and well-being. Hello, welcome back to the Remove the Guesswork podcast. It's our weekly insights episode. And for those of you who missed it last Saturday, my apologies. We had a very last minute office move to do and a whole ton of other things came crashing in that week and I just wasn't as organized as I normally am. So my apologies if you missed it. It's good that you did miss it. And I'm sorry, we're back on a roll now with our weekly insights episode as well as the regular Wednesday episode. I'm of course your host, Leanne Spencer. So this week I want to talk a little bit about coaching. I've noticed that there are more and more coaches cropping up from various different areas. Um, There are more and more cropping up in my industry, which is health, fitness and well-being. I'm also noticing that there is a big threat coming into the industry. And that threat I'm actually going to talk about in next week's Insights episode. But the threat is inactivity. It's doing nothing. Now, I run a coaching company. Body Shop Performance does coaching. We also work with businesses on health, fitness and well-being. So I, you know, full disclosure on that, but this isn't a reason why you should come and coach with us. But I do want to try and uh, inspire you to think about coaching a little bit more thoughtfully. The reasons why I think it really helps people to get to their results. Now, I have had a coach for lots of things in the past. I've had a tennis coach. I've had a guitar teacher who is a coach of sorts. I've had a business coach. I've had a personal trainer now for the last 12 years. So Five years of that, I was a city worker badly in need of of licking into shape by a PT two, three times a week. But even after I became a personal trainer myself in in 2012, I continued to have twice weekly personal training and do to this day. And I can't imagine a time when I won't have that. And the simple reason is nobody pushes me in a gym as hard as somebody else is going to. I'm just... I'm just not going to necessarily do that to myself twice a week at those particular times. And that's one of the big value pieces around coaching. It's one of several, which I'll run through, but just removing that internal monologue. And this goes for all types of coaching, personal training or any other kind of coaching. It just takes out the internal monologue of, should I do that thing now? Whatever that thing is, I could always do it later actually, I'll do it tomorrow. I've got more time tomorrow. Get it done then. And of course, often these things don't happen. That is the problem. When you've outsourced part of that responsibility, and I say part, you still don't have to do whatever it is that you want to get done. But if someone else is there helping, keeping you to a schedule, I think that is hugely beneficial. And that for me is why I have a PT, because I'm booked in Tuesday at eight and Friday at eight normally. And there's no discussion about that. I don't think, well, I might text in the morning and see if I can push it off till later because it doesn't work like that. And that for me, it just holds my feet to the fire. And I like that. There are other reasons why I think coaching is invaluable. Firstly, it holds a mirror up to you. So that coach will hold a mirror to you and reflect back your actions and your statements, and then marry them to your stated values at the outset. So if you state that health fitness is is top priority for you, but your actions don't match that, a coach will be the first to mention it to you. And that I think is also hugely valuable because we are very good at lying to ourselves, tiny little white lies, but nonetheless, lying to ourselves, cheating ourselves, negotiating with ourselves, and it can be tiresome and counterproductive. And a coach, a good coach will not let you get away with that. 
when I work with people, I'll often talk about, hang on, you stated that family and health are your top priority. So can you explain this action in the context of that? And often it can be uncomfortable, sure, but that is part of the value of coaching. A coach is not there to make friends with you. A coach is there to make sure you get to your goal and motivates, inspires, drives, reinforces, supports, all that kind of stuff. My other point is that I sort of alluded to earlier that nobody really pushes you or rather you don't really push yourself as hard as someone else will. We can often be either too hard or too easy on ourselves and a good coach will will tell you, actually, I think you're being really tough on yourself. Or a coach might say, I don't think you're doing enough. You know, this is where you want to get to and here's where we're at and we need to catch up. So just that element of being pushed bringing in new ideas as well. So different ways of doing things, because often we get very stuck in a a pattern of doing things. And and I'm thinking now in a business context, you can often not see the wood for the trees. So you can't see your big vision or purpose in amongst all the day to day that happens. And sometimes when, you know, the ebbs and flow of business is in an, an ebb phase, all you can see in front of you is the next 24, 48, 72 hours or the next week or the next month. And you can't see the broader goals the broader purpose and the reason why you're in business. And a coach can really help you put things into perspective in that way as well. Different approaches, lateral thinking as well. I've really benefited from working with coaches who've been able to bring an alternative perspective to a problem or a challenge. That I think is, it's been hugely valuable to me. Accountability is another one I've kind of touched on. So having somebody hold your feet to the fire. So right, those five actions you were going to do, how are you getting on with those? And I know in, in um, anecdotally with people I've worked with, that's worked, been really effective. Just for some, it's more effective than others. And that's the other thing. Again, a good coach will understand the type of personality you are and work with you accordingly. And you may have to find the, the right person as well who's got that set of skills and that adaptability to be able to get the best out of you. But the accountability is strong. Now, it could be done in a one-to-one coaching scenario. And there are many different ways you can do this, by the way. It can also be done in a group. So an accountability group, it could be five people, five entrepreneurs getting together in a room to discuss, challenge and hold each other accountable. And that can be very effective as well. So the the element of accountability can be done a number of different ways, but ultimately a good coach will hold you accountable to your actions and your stated values and your stated goals. And then of course there's support as well. Sometimes a health, fitness and wellbeing journey and a business journey or whatever it is can be quite lonely. It can feel like it's just you on your own. You're the only person who's got this problem or this challenge or in a more positive sense, you know, things might be going really well for you, but you still need that support to, to counter any sort of imposter syndrome or to reassure you that you're on the right path and you're going about things in the right way at the right pace. And in that sense, a good coach can really help offer that support and be that, that kind of stepping stone to the next level and next phase of, of where you want to get to. I think ultimately coaching, sometimes it's perceived as a bit of a luxury, but I absolutely don't think it is. And obviously if, if you've only got X amount of money and it's coaching or or no food, then that's not the right investment for you. But if you do want to really reach your goals, reach them in a, a way where it's paced appropriately, so you're making lasting and sustainable change. And I'm thinking now, particularly in the context of health, fitness and wellbeing, And as I said at the outset, sometimes the biggest threat is inaction or indecision. Similar thing, really. I mean, nothing's getting done. Find an organization or company or coach that you think can help you. Have an initial conversation with them. Suss out whether you think they're going to be right for you and when they've got some experience working with people like you with your your set of, of problems and challenges. 
and then give it a whirl because in my experience, just about everybody benefits when they have a coach you know, by their side. Now, Roger Federer, Serena Williams, Andy Murray, they know how to play tennis, but they all have a coach and that coach brings fresh ideas, accountability, lends their experience and is there in the box when they play matches to support them. Tiger Woods knows how to play golf, you know. Athletes all know how to play their sport at the very top of the game. Jess Ennis Hill was a fantastic heptathlete. She knew what to do, but she still had a coach. Same for long distance runners. Across the board, people who are very, very capable at doing what they're doing always have coaches for this very reason. So my suggestion to you is, is just to have a think about that, have a think about what areas of life you think you might benefit from coaching explore the options that are out there for you. There'll be lots of different priced options with different types of organizations. There's online coaching, face-to-face coaching, particularly when I'm thinking about health, fitness, and well-being. It is an excellent way of fast-tracking success. If this is something that sounds of interest to you and you want to know where you might start with health, fitness, and well-being, I'd point you towards our Health IQ quiz on the website. It is entirely free of charge to do. We don't follow up with you if you request that we don't. We only will contact you if you ask us to do so. And we ask you 24 questions based around sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And the lowest scores are the areas in which you need to get help. So if you score low in sleep, then that's an area where you can work on. And we provide you with a free 39-page report that gives you lots of tips and pointers on how you can improve those low scores. We're in the process of actually improving that health IQ, but at the time this goes out, it'll be our existing version. So it takes about two or three minutes to do. It's a good place to start for you to figure out where you might need help. That's it from me. Thank you very much for listening. As always, if you've got questions, fire off an email to me at leanne, L-E-A-N-N-E, at thebodyshopperformance.com, and I'll talk to you next week. Interested in finding out what your health IQ is? Jump on our website, www.bodyshotperformance.com and click on Take the Test. It'll take you through to a short two to three minute test. And at the end of that, you'll get a scorecard and a free 39 page report based on our six signals, sleep, mental health, energy, body composition, digestion, and fitness. And if you've enjoyed this episode, please think of someone who could really benefit from the content and hit that share button and send it across to them. And of course, don't forget to subscribe and leave us a rating and a review. Thank you very much for listening.